0: All right, my friends, this is a one-off. We are here in the uh, studio apartment, taking a break from all the concrete drilling that's been decorating our ears day in and day out. But now that it's nice and quiet, now that we're downloading the gigabytes, streaming them on through down the internet, and I have some time to kill with uh, our studio audience lying supine in the uh, bleachers right next to me, figured we'd Listen, uh, the sound waves With a little bit of R&R A little bit of uh, Muzak Coming at you here From our remote studio in Nanning That's in Guangxi Coming at you relatively live Not so live, sort of cans From the PRC So I do hope you enjoy what's coming down the pipe And if you do enjoy, be sure to drop us an email And you know how to do that At radio at compoundi.org That's radio R A D I O at C O M P O U N D dot org. Thank you very much, and enjoy the sounds.
1: Weeks, 14 days, 326 hours. Every second that your family could be exposed to radiation after a nuclear attack radiation that kills. To survive, a fallout shelter is a necessity. Equipment and supplies are essential. Now, Survive All Shelters, one of the nation's leading manufacturers of fallout shelters, offers a basic equipment kit with a Rad high-powered radio, transistor operated for long battery life. A complete, fully stocked first aid kit. A heavy-duty fire extinguisher, emergency water containers, a chemical toilet for protection against contamination and disease. Extra strength saran and rayon bunks. A radiation meter and Individual dosimeters. For protection every second of each hour of every day. See a survival shelter now. 24 hours a day, best in every way. Smile!
2: Spinoza, or maybe it's Spunosa, it's spun-o-za. or is it Oza?
1: Electronic circuitry and Stone Age tools. What does this have to do with Leslie and the transmitter?
3: It's not a swimming pool or anything, maybe it's something.
4: He's Pop, his name is Pop, <laughs> he'll be 90, February 7th, and he used to make these kites out of paper bags, he used to explain how to make them when I was too young to figure it out. They flew in the air, kites, out of string and paper bags, um, he had those helicopters, those remote control where you stand on the ground and you go beep, 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 and, and, and the airplanes are up in the air, what do you call those? remote control airplanes and when he was 70 he used to stand on his head but he was lots of fun because he used to always eat candy and cookies and and so we would always eat cookies because he was so old but he liked sweet things but he when all that was happening in kuwait he'd he say kiwi <laughs> you now he talks all the time but he said he never read a book in his life he graduated from college so he didn't remember what and I said, you must have read a book. And he said he read the shortened versions of it, <laughs> like Cliff Notes, but what they had back then, Moses Notes. And he used to make Coke and milk for me. That was good. And, and he used to um, <clears throat> buy that peanut butter that has the jelly already in it. It started with a G, goober, I don't know. He used to make sandwiches out of that, but but he used to he, but he used to have the kind that of was peanut butter and banana stuff. It was like Cooper, but it was but that was good when I was little. And he used to have this clock from the Black Forest. Isn't that in Germany? Yeah, a cuckoo clock. Yeah, yeah, from the Black Forest. That's where they get them, right? And and it goes cuckoo. The little bird comes out, and then and then sometimes the little dancers come out and they go deep, 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 And the music goes, this little music box starts, and the dancers go around and they go around, and they spin around and they and they rotate around., I think he used to have chickens. He used to grow peanuts. He used to have flying squirrels. He took them, he found them, and they used to fly into his pocket. He put peanuts in his pocket, and they used to fly and, and get them out of his pocket and then fly away. No, really, he used to he used to put peanuts in his pocket, and they they fly to him. You know, flying squirrels they glide, and they and they used to p- take out the peanuts from his pocket and eat them. But he but he he always had lots of fun. Bringing us because he had all these toys and he could play with them with Gotta us. Go. Like this little bear that would go, it would go, it would go across the string, up on his up on the ceiling. His little bear, and it was on a bicycle, and it'd go across the string, way across the room. And then he was always doing those planes and making kites and and um, and we used to always watch Captain Kangaroo and all the good shows.
1: circuitry and stone age tools what does this have to do with leslie and the transmitter broken broken
0: broken broken bouncing 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 mixed up mixed up mixed up radio waves from your planet stay
5: We were just newly married and we came to Brooklyn, New York and I was so terrified to even open the door because I had heard all these (laughs) horror stories about crooks and (laughs) gangsters and guns in New York. So there was this one evening that Brian was working the night and I was alone with the baby and the doorbell started ringing. Then I go and look through the peephole and it was like, really scary person standing outside. So I didn't open the door, I told my baby to be quiet. Then again the doorbell rings and this again, I look through the peephole and I'm like really scared. Then the third time it rang, there were more than one person and they were all looking really scary and screaming at me through the door.
2: When she got to an angle of about 60 degrees, there was a sullen sort of rumbling roar.
5: So I called Brian on the phone and I said there's something happening, there's some crooks or somebody trying to frighten me at the door. He said, don't open the door, don't do anything, don't make a noise, be quiet.
2: As her massive boilers all left their beds and went crashing down through the bulk's heads and everything that stood in their way,
5: so I stayed in the bedroom and this went on and on for almost an hour. You know, all the years that I was growing up, I was the most, I think, weepy person. I used to cry for everything. So by now, I'm like sweating and ready to die almost.
2: <laughs> up to that moment, she had stood out as clear as clear with her rows of electric lights all burning. When the boilers broke away, She was, of course, plunged into absolute darkness.
5: And then Brian calls around 9 o'clock and he says, I think there's something called Halloween going on today and that's what (laughs) has been happening. People are supposed to come and ring the doorbell.
2: Though her huge black outline was still perfectly distinct up against the stars and sky, slowly she reared up on end till at last she was absolutely perpendicular then quite quietly but quicker and quicker she seemed just to slide away under the surface and disappear as she vanished everyone around me on the upturned boat as though they could hardly believe it just said she's gone
0: do thank you for staying tuned all this time and if you've drifted off to sleep then good for you you probably have more than a healthy dose of earwax in your ears to keep lucid through all this and you're a better person than I however remember if you are enjoying no one's going to stop you from waltzing on over to that tip jar and making a clink or two Keeps the operation running smooth. That's right. Grease the wheels and you will get more. That's the uh, name of the game here. And if you happen to be a meter or two away from me, deep in slumber, prancing with the fairies in Sugar Plum Land, it seems like you probably are, then uh, good for you. Anyway, we're going to keep on going here, folks, for a little while longer until our uh, meter runs down there and it's time for us to get to -to honest-to-goodness dollar-making work. It's a very fine night here, and uh, we're all sitting around in our skivvies due to the incredible heat and uh, humidity of the region. And uh, that said, don't mean to burden burden you with the visuals of one fat hippopotamus sitting here way east of you so I'll go ahead and hand off the reins to the sounds at hand.
2: It begins where imagination ends, in the perfect world of tomorrow. MGM presents the adventure of the century. Three centuries from now, the Saul David production of Logan's Run.
5: Welcome to a world of total pleasure. Run, Logan! Imagine the fulfillment of every fantasy. Run, Logan! The satisfaction of every vanity. Run,
6: Logan! The absolute attainment of every wish. They're
0: yours to experience. Run, Logan! There's
6: just one catch. Run!
0: The run, only run. thing you can't have in the 23rd century is your 30th birthday. Run, Logan! Logan is
7: 29.
0: Welcome to the twenty-third century. Logan's Run, rated PG, parental guidance suggested, released
2: by United Artists.
7: Imagine the fulfillment of every fantasy.
2: Logan's Run. It begins where imagination ends.
7: It's a a world world of total pleasure. There's There's just just
2: one one catch. Insurance papers. We got our
8: insurance papers. We got our insurance papers. Then we all to the fire to see who the lucky one was. And one of the firemen pushed Levi away. Levi says, Don't get so fresh. So, was <laughs> that
5: us. was an experience that I I said, I'll never Levi, forget. Do you know and it turns here, out that my daughter loves Halloween.
8: He said, Don't be afraid. The fire engines will run out of the 14th. Someone asked Levi if he had change of 50 cents. And he gave the fellow six six and a quarter. I said, Levi, you gave him too much change. He said, I know it. Wait till he tries to change that quarter. The fireman pushed him again. Eli said, Show me an Irishman, I'll show you a fool. The fireman said, I'm an Irishman. And Eli said, Well, I'm a fool. Before we went to the fire, I was telling you all about my wedding. Well, when no one was cooking. We sneaked away and went on a honeymoon. We went to a place called Malaya Junction. It's some place between life and death. My wife woke up in the cooking car. Said, oi Abram, I dreamt my price you bought me an automobile and I said you're going to ruin me with your extravagant dreams. Then I told him, well I had dreams. I said I dreamt I saw a magician, turn a cow into a horse. He said, that's nothing, I have all You make a jackass out of yourself. Tell me you're oh, aware about moving. My wife she couldn't get a job, so we came home. The voice comes here, and we got back to the old boys. Then our brother was in the war, and now he's got a little friend. My wife says, that's nothing. I just got to see the chest. Just then, Mr. Bear was running to the station house to get his wife arrested for trying to rock in the street. I said, you can't get your wife arrested for rocking you the street. He said, oh, you should have seen the size of the rock. Well, then no one was looking. He kicked away and went on our honeymoon. He went to a place called Malaria Junction. I'm placed between life and death. My wife forgot to leave the farm. Then, all the a I think I'm going to ask you And I said you're going to roll into the Then I told her I had to I said I learned I of a magician going a horse. And that's nothing. I have the city, two days and Well, we a way about doing it. My wife is quick at the yard, so we can I was and she said her oh, brother was we'll in the war, and now he's got a hidden My wife says that's nothing. My sister got a seated girl. Just then, Mr. Bear was to the station house to get his wife for trying to run to the sea. I told you, I Your wife arrested for you have the in the, said, oh, seen the, in the rock. Well, my wife, is go. I got to you. So I went to the doctor, she told me I was in high school for an hour before his meal. But no matter how hard I died, I told him it was a pleasure. I was afraid I was going to die. So I said to my wife, do you think I'll drink in the next world? She said I don't know about your breathing, but I put it through your smoke. On my way to the doctor, I let me run. She told me he was studying languages. and just as I was reading it, she said I'll be born. I said, what's that? And he said that goodbye in French.
7: I said, carbolic
1: acid. If I said, what's that? I said, that's goodbye in any language. Now, from Survival comes an economical do-it-yourself fallout shelter. Civil defense approved and easy to assemble. Takes just a weekend. Get maximum protection from nuclear fallout for your family. See a survival shelter today.
9: There is a fire pole there which you could use, and there is a loft upstairs.
7: Where can we sleep tonight?
9: You'll be taken outside of town to a potato farm. You can go in the morning under cover of daylight. Oh, thank you.
7: Can we leave tonight?
9: No, no, no. It is too dangerous to travel at night. You... <laughs> I can get you to the torch.
7: We must speak with the torch.
9: Now you are Hilary Flamond. I can get you to the torch.
7: <laughs> he said you may have a certain rare book. You're upon five Quaaludes a day.
9: I'm sorry. I don't know a Dr. Paul Flamond.
7: My father is Dr. Paul Flamond. May I
9: help you?
0: This is Rock Underbridge, frontman for the pop supergroup Symphony of Crackers. You know, sometimes I find myself unconscious, face down in a pizza box, my wrestling shorts at my ankles and cigarette burns on my back. It's in those times, without a radio in the house, that I'm channeling the sweet sounds of Shirley and Spinoza radio. Thank you, SNS.
1: I was just a broken head. I stole a world that others punch it. Now I stumble through the garbage, slide and tumble, slide and stumble. Beacon claw, remorse, reminder, slide and tumble, slide and one to Vandal Decker. Paper one to Vandal Decker. Are you reading over? Yes, I'm reading over. Uh, we're
2: about to enter the town of Piedmont and recover the satellite.
1: Very good, paper
2: one. Leave your radio open. Roger.
1: We're now inside the town.
2: is kind of spooky. I see a church ahead on the left. I mean, it's quiet here. It's the damnedest thing. There's no sign of life.
1: The signals from the satellite are getting very strong. Sir!
7: You see that, Lieutenant?
3: See what, Over there by the fence, it looks like a body. Easy, Craig, you're imagining things. Holy. Sir, it's so-
1: another one. You're right. Looks dead. Yes, sir, so I... Uh, no, sir, stay in the van. Vandeldecker, Decker to Caper One, what's happening? We see bodies, lots of them. Are you certain, Caper One? Damn it, Conroe, of course we're certain.
3: Your orders are... Proceed to satellite and retrieve. Roger, Vandeldecker. Decker.
10: Stage your stations? Hit that security button.
2: Get me Major Manchek. Somehow they don't hardly look
9: dead, Lieutenant.
3: They're all over the place. Must be dozens of them. Damn it, get this call through. It's sort of like they just
1: dropped in their tracks, sir. Sir! Good you, you You see that thing in white? Yeah, it's coming toward us. Hello, Major. This may sound crazy, but there's something strange going on with Caper 1. Lieutenant, sir, I think we should get out of here.
7: The snake?
4: The snake? Wait, oui, what's the word for snow? Oh, la neige!
10: Oh, nous allons voir la neige. We will see the snow.
3: Story tint. is a double D.
7: C, C
3: is an almost O D D is a half B. E, e is a broken rake. E. F F is a broken E. One minus one ah, is just someone yes. Yes. is a hook in the ceiling K. K. is an elbow leaning against L, L. is an unfinished triangle. L. M L. is a V. Around eleven. And is it tipped over? Z. Is respect for Z. must come up, V is where parallel lines meet.
0: Spinoza, Shirley, Spinoza, are you there? Are you there? Sujo again, Ian calling from downtown Sujo. The weather here is so hot, even Shirley and Spinoza wouldn't touch each other. We do our best, air conditioning, but it doesn't help. We'll just sweat it out till the sexy season of autumn arrives in
5: hot and sweaty heaven, Sujo. Uh
10: Upon a plan, and I made a new man of my man. Since I became a hussy for my husband, I'm leading such a very simple life. I'm getting so much more of his attention than I ever did when I was just his wife. Since I became a hussy for my husband, you know, I, I got me a system, it's really great. Each time he wants a kiss, he's got to pay me. And I can soon retire at that rate. Ain't that great? When he takes me out, he always hails a taxi. And I learned to just nudge him with the knee. After six or seven cocktails, I lean over. And I whisper circle five, eight, nine, two, three. And that's me. Since I discovered what will make him happy, he just caters to my every little whim. Since I became a hussy for my husband. No other hussy. Let me give this information, Dom. I've learned to use the language. I use language no lady ever should. Now we got so much to talk about together. And he can't complain that he's misunderstood. You ought to see me use that perfume.
5: Now I've learned to
10: sigh when I'm being kissed. And that man, he's on time each night for dinner. And my friend Sue flays, he simply can't resist, so he calls me when he's feeling lonesome. Then he dates me when he gets his urge to roam. And he says he finds it so much more convenient, cause he knows he won't catch hell when he gets home. Since I began to wear transparent nighties, he's open charge accounts all over town. Since I became a hussy for my husband. He's got no strength for hussies anymore Me, I never felt better He's got no strength for these hussies Yes.
0: above the cacophonous stream below here in Nanning, Guangxi. And uh, wherever you happen to be, on whatever side of the planet, be sure on the the beat to flash a torch on up into the heavens there and we'll spot you from our little asteroid mirror. And uh, using our uh, Uh, GPS device that we've hacked here with some of uh, the kitchenware that we had strewn about the studio. We'll be able to find you and send you that uh, bag of station identification paraphernalia. Right in time for the uh, summer games. That's right, we've got a surplus here and we've got to send it on out to you all in the spirit of Brotherhood. So I do hope you enjoy the sounds and the gifts. Gifts from Shirley and but it was up. Stay tuned for more. Until we make that slow fade on out and hand you on over to the supercomputer in the sky. That will perpetuate your day-to-day. Now this is old s just getting heavy-eyed and bleary-eyed here. Just about to sign on out. But I hope you've uh, had fun on this little ride with us. We'll be doing another hour. Uh, next time around, as soon as I hit the 60 minute mark here, and uh, yeah, so it goes, another trip around the sun.
2: jazz for fun, fun, fun. Play jazz for fun, 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 fun. From from fun. from from, from, the, from the start, it had a kind of epileptic
3: charm. It fitted the times. It made jokes and it wept. It laughed out loud. It dozed. And sometimes spoke.
6: And I would surface again and I would start to drown again and I would surface again come up again then I would go down into the water And suffocating,
3: my clothes were dragging me back.
6: It was all around me this water, I didn't like
9: it, and I began to feel very frightened.
6: It seemed to go down and down and down.
9: My clothes were dragging me back.
6: It was very dark and very deep. The sea is very deep.
9: I seem to be
6: drowning.
9: I am going to drown. And I thought, well, it's no use trying to think I'm not uh, going to drown. I am going to drown. And
6: it was frightening and suffocating. No reflection in the water.
9: I was in the water. And it was a feeling as though the water was coming towards me. And I began to feel very frightened. And being that I can't swim in afraid of water, it seemed a greater fear. And
6: then I would go down into the water and the sea seemed vast and there weren't many waves. It wasn't a stormy sea, but it was a frightening sea. They were sort of bluey colours. And it was all colors like the rainbows if there was a light shining behind it. And then I would shout and say, I won't do it, I won't do it. And I would surface again. I saw a cloud of spray rising high up into the air and it was all colors like the rainbows if there was a light shining behind it. I saw a cloud of spray and... I had this sensation that I was going to drown. And I would surface again. And I would start to drown again. And I would surface again, come up again. Then I would go down into the water. And I had this sensation that I was going to drown. And it was frightening and suffocating. It was
9: all around me, this water. And I didn't like it. And I began to feel very frightened. I must tell my mother.
6: All I can remember is falling into the water. It was very dark and falling down, down, down. It was very dark and very deep. I seemed to be drowning.
9: I must tell my mother.
3: My clothes were dragging me
9: back. The sea is very deep.
6: I go into the sea, and then I go right down to the bottom, and there is some land there. I land at the bottom of the sea. It's very still. It's flat.
9: It looked to be rather sort of
6: bluey. I didn't like it. And suddenly all this water became full of other people and other things, all falling. Full of other people and other things, all falling. All going downwards the same as I was. And chairs and tables and things like this. And all these people were all floating downwards through. Really and tables and things like this and I put my arms up and tried to catch
9: hold of them. And I began to feel very frightened. I was in the water and it was a feeling as though the water was coming towards me. And being that I can't swim and afraid of water, it seemed a greater fear. And as I sort of pushed back, and I felt I was pushing back the water, so I felt the mud in my hands. And then I seemed to be clear the mud, which was really saturated with water. And as I pushed and pushed, so I came across something, and I was still pushing, and I knew it was somebody. And I felt them. I could feel the shoulders, then the face. And then I could feel this tin hat. And as I pushed the hat one side, the helmet one side, so I could see my youngest brother's face. And then I felt him, knowing a little about first aid, and I felt him, felt down the body. And as I got to the hip, he more or less shuddered and I could see by his face that he was in pain, even though he had the mud and stuff on it. I pushed the hat back and I thought to myself, I knew he's safe, he's alive, I must tell my mother.
6: He just wasn't because he was dead. He looked like him, but
9: My baby looked like him but
6: he just wasn't because he was dead i go into the sea and then i go right down to the bottom and there's some land there i always die on the land the land at the bottom of the sea
0: friends, on that note, it's just about time <clears throat> as I promised I've gotten a little bit over but it's just about time now that everyone around me has fallen fast asleep and I'm sitting here all by my lonesome with the headphones on and the microphone on making it obnoxious uh, jerk of myself figured I'd just take another opportunity to wish you all a good night don't let the bed bugs bite And be sure before you fall into deep REM to fade old SNS out, as we can't be responsible for anything that may enter your mind while deep in slumber. Catch you next time around, my friends. This is old Remote Operator, out on remote, signing
7: off for now.